Blog Talk Radio. I believe that everyone who is present here today came with real and special purpose. And I believe that as an answer to this, that in this session, some very outstanding benefits are going to be received by every one of you. I believe that you should go forth into life with an attitude of enthusiasm, as we tell you again and again, that life meets you just like you meet life. Challenges of life require work. Success requires mental and physical action. If you want to improve yourself, you've got to do something. And you've got to stop thinking that the president ought to do it for you, or the governor ought to do it for you, or society ought to do it for you. Because you see, in the final analysis, no one can do my doing for me. I can give you these techniques, like the one we're on now, telling you when you wake up in the morning, ask yourself the question, how am I going to meet life today? And reminding yourself, today life is going to meet me just like I meet life. And see, there is absolute science. Again, it's not blind faith. It's not dumb luck. But today, life is going to meet me just like I meet life. And today, if I meet someone that doesn't like me, it's because somewhere in my consciousness, I don't like myself. Now, some of these little pills may be a little bitter to swallow. Because you see here also in this philosophy, there are no scapegoats. There's no devil to blame here. In this philosophy, you are your own devil. You are your own God. Only you can choose the path that you must try. And nothing can save you from evil or sin until you discover the presence of God within. And as Reverend Ike has said in that immortal lecture, I meet no one but me. In other people, I only meet myself. You can never meet anyone but yourself. The attitudes and moods that you encounter in other people are reflections of some attitudes and moods within your own subconscious mind. Today, life meets me just like I meet life. Let's shout it. Today, life meets me just like I meet life. And when you realize that, you can ask yourself the next question. After you remind yourself that today life meets me just like I meet life, then ask yourself the next question. In what attitude do I go forth to meet life today? In what attitude do I go forth to meet life today? Say that with me verbally. In what attitude do I go forth to meet life today? I like to play with words and to say these ideas from many different similar ways to impress your subconscious mind, change words around a bit. In what frame of mind am I meeting life today? Please repeat that with me. In what frame of mind am I meeting life today? And you can be absolutely certain, again, this is science, you can be absolutely certain that life is going to meet you exactly according to your attitude, according to your frame of mind. And then when you realize that, then you begin to work on your state of mind. You begin to work on your attitudes. This is why I'm always using the old cliche here, health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money. You can change it to an affirmation. 
Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. Together, today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. The thought of health in your mind will displace all of the suggestions in the world mind about sickness. Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. And you see, you send your word forth and you're going to meet it because you're always meeting the word that has gone forth out of your consciousness in the experiences of your life. You're always meeting the vibrations which you've sent forth. If you send out healthy vibrations, you're going to meet health. When the so-called epidemics go around, they'll go around you. Why? Because today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. Say that with me. Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. And yes, this is a miracle-working idea. It will work a miracle of health for you. And not only that, when you go forth into life with a healthy attitude, do you realize that your attitudes are always impinging upon the experiences of other people? A healthy attitude is also a healing power. My healthy attitude is a healing power. Together, my healthy attitude is a healing power. This is why these people who have developed a healing consciousness or a health consciousness help and bless so many people. But you see, on your job, if you go forth into life and onto your job or into school or wherever you're going with the right attitude, with the right ideas, without even opening your mouth, you will help people. Some of you right now, you can think of some people. When you see them, you feel better. And you can think of some other people, perhaps in the past, that isn't true now, because you've changed your phone number and your address and you won't tell them where you are. You can think of some people that, you know, you used to see, and it was just depressing just to see them. And I don't care if they are your relatives. <laughs> if there are people who are just negative and they insist on being negative, Change your phone number. And when you change your address, don't send them a new address. Get your post office box. Send them a Christmas card once a year from post office box. <laughs> but anyway, today I go forth into life with a happy attitude. Shout it. Today I go forth into life with a happy attitude. You remember that verse of Scripture, my word that goes forth out of my mouth shall not return unto me void, but it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it, and it shall accomplish that which I please. So what you say about yourself, what, you believe, what I believe and say about myself is the word of God to my experience. Come on. What I believe and say about myself is the word of God to my experience. See, the Word of God is not something on paper with black ink and gold edges and a black leather cover. I'm sorry to tell you good religious people that. I see some of you are in a state of shock. <laughs> the Word of God is what I believe and say about myself. So in the morning, when I say today, I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. I go forth into life with a happy attitude. This word of health 
This word of happiness becomes the word of God to my experience and governs my experience. The word of God is not something written centuries ago by sages and prophets. The word of God is what you believe and speak about yourself every moment. You see, if you believe the right thing about yourself, you believe the right thing about me. <laughs> if you love yourself correctly, then you can love others correctly. But this is where the sociologists go off, you know. They try to apply a general sociological panacea to solve all of the social problems. But the first unit of society is the individual. And in order to heal society, first of all, the individual must be healed. The individual must first come to peace with himself. That's why I love so much that beautiful song, Let There Be Peace on Earth, and Let It Begin With Me. But you see, the sociologists are so busy telling what's wrong with everybody else. People are experts on what's wrong with the next person. So people know what other people ought to do and what they ought not to do, but don't know what the hell they should do themselves. And the different ethnic groups and social groups and so on, you know, we know exactly what other people ought to do. But we've got to get back to the individual. And you see, this individual who begins his day by coming to peace with himself and speaking the word of good for himself, today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude, with a happy attitude. He contributes to the uplifting of society. And only such an individual experience of inner peace can redeem society. You see, the world as a whole is not going to be saved. The world is never going to be saved. A lot of good people have tried to save the world. See, that's why I, I gave up the world. I quit trying to save it. Because the world has one consistent treatment for its would-be saviors, and that's crucify him. And I ain't aching for a shaking. And you who think that it's your job to save the world, get your cross ready. <laughs> but you see, that's another thing. You see, even after the world crucifies you for trying to save it, it's not going to be saved. I love Jesus more than I ever loved him because I understand him better than I've ever understood him. And he wanted so badly to save the world. He worked a lot of miracles. Healed the sick, raised the dead, turned water to wine. Wished I was there to get some of it. <laughs> But the world just wouldn't be saved. And the world is never going to be saved. Only the individual can be saved, and the individual must save himself by discovering his own indwelling God power. And it would do good if the sociologists learned this. Only the individual can be saved. You're not going to save society. You're not going to save the world. And we've had centuries of salvationists. Now, God knows if all of this hellfire and brimstone preaching would save the world, the world would be saved. People standing on corners. The, the airwaves are rife with evangelists, one after the other, snorting fire and damnation. But as I've said many times before, preaching even about sin against sin increases sin rather than decreases it. I never learned about sin except in church and in Sunday school. 
And, you know, some of the things that they taught me that were sin, I decided to try, and some of them weren't so bad. <laughs> like, for example, they told me it was a sin to, to play ball on Sunday. Now, I've been preaching since I was 14, you know, and after I had preached revival meetings all week and taught Sunday school until, you know, in the morning and, and so on and so forth, I'd take the kids out of the church and we'd go out in the woods and play ball. I enjoyed that sin. And I was glad to discover that the Almighty wasn't mad with me. It was only man's misguided ideas. You see, each man makes God after his own image and likeness. Mean people have a mean God. As someone has said, God made man in his own image and likeness, and man, being a gentleman, returned the favor. And yes, each man makes his own God. Because every man's God thinks just like that man thinks. Stop and think about it. Like I told you about the hellfire and brimstone preacher that became so famous maybe a hundred or so years ago, Jonathan Edwards. He was famous for preaching about hell. That was his area of expertise, hell. He'd preach about hell until people got saved. And as soon as the scare wore off, they'd... They would lose their religion. And you have to be careful, you know, in the area of religion that you're not serving somebody else's misguided concept of God. Be careful that you're not serving somebody else's ignorant concept of God. And you see, that's really what organized religion is. It's a jumbo mumbo of the theologians' upside-down ideas about God. And they don't agree, as you know. Why should I serve Calvin's God? And I'll be damned if I'm going to serve Jonathan Edwards' angry God. See, Jonathan Edwards had an angry God. He was the hell preacher. And his famous sermon was, Sinners in the hands of an angry God. He can have that angry God. That's his God. I told you everybody makes his own God. I'm not going to let his God touch me with his angry hands. Write this question down. Whose concept of God am I serving? And it isn't even enough for you to serve your mother's God. You know, we used to sing that song, Give Me That Old Time Religion. It was good for my old mother. It was good for my old father. It's good enough for me. Watch it. That isn't good enough. As a matter of fact, that is one of the most extreme errors that you can ever make to serve anybody else's God, even mother's God or father's God. There's really only one God, and that is really consciousness, but each man serves his own concept of God. Each man relates to his own concept of God. All right. These are money-making, miracle-working ideas that I'm giving you. Let's get back to your morning treatment again. Today I go forth into life with a loving attitude. Shout it with me. Today I go forth into life with a loving attitude. And you know, if you really do that, you will meet nothing but love. I've had some interesting experiences. I've had people who didn't understand what I was about, who would make certain challenges. And the next time I... Remember... All I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
Everybody. Peace, peace, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Truth Tuesday show with your host, Akeem L. here on Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. I hope everybody's doing great. You know, uh, life is always good as long as you hold that thought in your mind. As soon as you change that thought of how life is uh, away from being good, nothing but good, and always working in your favor, it will not work in your favor. It will not be good. So the key to happiness is to keep your mind positive and stay away from negativity. And when it comes your way, rebuke it, shun it, turn away from it, and life will stay good for you. Um, you know, there's always some type of drama going down in this world that we live in. (laughs) They're always looking to put you in a state of fear constantly. You know, now it's the gas. People are panicking, buying gas all across the East Coast. Uh, This morning, it was about three gas stations out of gas that I ran across. You know, I had a half a tank. I said, let me go fill up my car just just in case. And I had to drive about seven miles to get gas. Didn't wait too long, got it. And then as I came over to the office today, um, you know, I saw a lot of gas stations out of gas. And I got to thinking, can we really, are we really going to break down in society if we don't have gas? No, these things have happened in the past where we had, I remember in the 70s, there was something with the gas prices, lines were going blocks and blocks. It's every so often that there's something that is created to generate fear so that you can chase after these illusions of lack. If we don't have gas, we'll figure something else out. We always do. Life will go on. You just got to make adjustments. Last year, you know, you couldn't go to work. You made adjustments. And everybody I know that stays in my circle that, that's around me, they say the same thing. I had one of my best years last year. When, um, hang on, I'm getting a text message. Let's see if that's something y'all guys can hear me. Uh, I know where I know what's going on with the camera. I, I don't let me 
do my show, please. Thank you. <laughs> I know I can see it. I got three screens here telling me what's what's going on. Uh, if I could adjust it, I would. Um, we. What was I saying? I appreciate the the heads up, but I got it under control. Um, we are always dealing with a situation where someone is going to come at us and tell us that there's a problem. There's lack. We're going to lose. Like I said, last year, they said you couldn't work. You had to wear a mask. We got a pandemic that possibly could kill you. And some people died. But you're still here. You're still here listening to this broadcast. So that means you still got work to do. It's unfortunate that we lose people, but then again, then again, we lose people all the time. It's a common thing for people to die. It is life. This is how life works. You know, people come into the world and they leave the world. Death is part of our own, our existence. And we got to come to grasp that. Is it a bad thing that we'll die one day? No, because then you're going to a next existence. This existence is strictly for one thing, for you to fix that karma, (laughs) you know? Some of y'all got some karma from past life that y'all must adjust. Some of you guys don't realize the people that's in your life is part of that adjustment of the karma to get it right. And if you don't get it right, you're going to do it again and again and again and again and again and again. This is where you are to rise above the negativity, rise above fear. This is what it's all about. Okay, so you're going to always have news stories about problems. That, that's, that's their job, is to create buzz so that you can watch them to see what's going on. See, they know that people are attracted to drama. We got all these other channels that's talking about how bad relationships are between us people of color, between the woman and the man, and I I see some of the views that's in the millions. And it just tells me one thing. People are attracted to looking at problems and not solutions. They don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to hear, although some of the things that's being said is true, but knowing that it's true doesn't fix the problem. How do we deal with that? How do you... Fix that. I always tell you, if you want a good woman or a man in your life, you have to think good. You have to be that good that you want. So many people want good, but they're not good inside. They're not ready to be that husband or that wife. I know, you know, my previous marriages, I wasn't ready to be good or or I would still be married. I could blame it on the fact that I was not taught, which I wasn't, how to be a husband. But Ultimately, I'm still responsible. That happened. So I wasn't ready. So I can only look to myself for the truth on that matter. I can't blame it or point it at anyone else as to being the problem. 
If you have a relationship that didn't work out, you can sit there and cry and point the finger at that other person all you want, but at the end of the day, you were part of that problem too. You were the problem. Oh, he did this. He did that. She did this. She did that. Yeah, that may be true. But everything in our experience that we experience is we're drawing it to us. We're giving it to ourselves. We're giving ourselves our problems. And we're also giving ourselves our solutions if we look at things deeply. You understand? So that reminds me, I I got up early this morning and I I, uh, found something I wanted to read to you out of the Bible, of course. And if you don't believe in the Bible, that's okay. I'm still going to talk about it, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because this is where I, I grew up on this information. And it's a lot of good information, but I don't, I don't want to teach it to you from the old religious way of thinking. I want to come straight from the spiritual. And, and there's a lot of spiritual information if you really look at it. So let's go to um, Romans chapter 8. Let me share the screen. That's not how I wanted to share it, but let me stop that. Share screen. And I want Chrome tab. This one. Got it. All right. Let's make it a little bigger so we could all read that. Yeah. All right. It says here. Uh, where was I? Uh, all right, here it is. Was it this one? Let me go back to it because I, you know, I'll be skimming. All right, here we go. All right, chapter eight. It says there, there is therefore no now no com condemnate com. Mm condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Of course, we know this Jesus term is a relatively new term, and it, it, it creates a distraction. When you're using that name, because the real name is Joshua, it's a distraction. And it'll confuse you. This is why so many people are confused, because the way they edited the Bible, they threw these extra names in there. Christ? That's, that's original. But Jesus is not. And if you go to some old Bibles, you'll start, you'll see that. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do by sending his own son in his likeness of sinful flesh. And for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be filled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So, This scripture here is talking about the separation between the physical you and the spiritual you. That's what it's about. None of these scriptures is about some outside entity that's coming to save you. 
It's all about you. And this is why we're confused, because we're waiting on something to fix a problem that we can fix ourselves. It's you. You're the flesh. And when you look at the flesh, and this is with this whole gas and people in fear, oh, I'm feeling not going to have this gas, and it, that's a fleshly thought. That's an antichrist thought, actually. Um, and let's flip over to, because that was part of what I wanted to talk. And it also, notice it says, in you. Everything's in you. Let's go to 1 John. Let's switch this up. Switch that up. It's got to be the better way to share this. I got to figure that out. It says, dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Now, of course, if you go to a regular church, they're going to preach that like there's some false prophet out there. There's some false thing coming to get you to distract you from God or Christ, right? They're going to teach that. But let me keep going. This is how you can recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in flesh is from God. Now, I just brought down what that really is. You have come into this world as the Christ. But if you recognize only the flesh, you will never know that. And the reason why we're distracted, because from the day we're born, we're getting information that says we are sinners. We are bad. We need to be fixed. We need to be washed in the blood of Christ in order to be recognized or be forgiven by God. And, and, and people are living by this theology, this, 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 this teaching, and getting nowhere. Nowhere. Churches is filled with people talking like this. And they're still stuck. You can see it. The evidence is there. I don't have to say whether it's true or not. They're stuck for the most part. The churches, they shut their doors because they were afraid of the pandemic or the the the, the the uh, government said shut down. They listen to the church. They listen to the government rather than they listen to who they claim to be God. Oh, well, we you trying to get to keep every safe. But at the same time, you're preaching, you got these faith healing churches. You got all these people who say they could do all these things, and they couldn't deal with this, this, this spiritually deal with this pandemic. And it was a very simple solution to fixing, keep, keep yourself healthy. And not think about the negative. You know? But let me keep going. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. Now, the key word is, is already in the world. They said the Antichrist is already in the world. What does that mean? Let me keep reading. I'll break it down in a second. If it's already in the world, that means the Antichrist is already here. It's not something some faiths are teaching that it's it's coming. It's still coming. Okay, let's keep going. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Oh, it's saying the one that is in you, 
what is he speaking of? God that's in you. And the, the, the Antichrist is the thinking, the fleshly thinking that if something is wrong, that fear. Or someone who is not operating out of love. That's the Antichrist. So anybody that is not thinking that they are God and God is in them, that they are, they're an expression of God, they're not an expression of God, is acting Antichrist. Remember, in order to have love in your life, you have to be loved. In order to know someone or know Christ, you have to be the Christ. In order to have that relationship, you have to. In order to to even love anything first, you must love yourself or know yourself. Or be a friend to yourself. You want to be a good friend, one good friend, you have to be a good friend to yourself. Because see, what happens? We get we bring into our life that we think you think of friends, but we have not yet become a friend to ourselves. So we bring these false friends in, these people that are jealous of us, these people that mean us no good, these people that just want to take from you and use you for what you could do for them. You see? They are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world and the world listens to them. This is why when you speak from the spirit, people can't hear you. When you're trying to teach good stuff, like people don't want to like to hear what I have to say sometimes. Why? Because we're not on the same wavelength. I'm coming from a different place. And it's okay. They might not get it at this point. You know? We are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us. But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his only, one and only son into the world that we might live through him. Live through him. There it is. This is love. Not that we love God, but that we loved us, that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. See, the whole Yahshua story was to show you what you must do. Regardless of what people do, you must remain in love. You must remain steadfast in your position. So many people, I see it all the time. When, when you make them mad, what do they do? They pull back. They take. They take away with, with their kindness from you. Their kindness changes when when you poke them or they feel like you're doing something to them. They they they're not they don't stay the same. See, you don't know anybody until you poke them, stick them in the side. That's when you see the true person. Not to say you do that stuff on purpose. I'm not saying go out and deliberately hurt people or annoy people, but you being of a different personality, you're always going to annoy someone at some point or they're not going to like something about you. And you just got to watch and see how they react. Then you know what they really mean, how they, how, what you really mean to them. And you, you vice versa. When you, when someone does it, well, how do you react? Are you vengeful? 
Are you malicious? That's not love. The whole purpose of being in this 3D realm is to operate in, in love and compassion and know that people will be people. They will always do something, but you have to remain in peace and harmony. And that's a tough thing to do. I'm not saying I do it ops you. I've, I, I have issues sometimes with that. And then I got to remember and pull back and recognize that I am the manifestation of God. I am acting as a representative of Christ, the Christ mind, the mastermind, the one who, who fears nothing. I'm looking at the chat. I don't even know what uh, uh, somebody somebody told about COVID-19 being in fear. Yeah, there's a lot of people in fear of that COVID-19. Then it says here at the end, dear friends, since God is so loved that we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but we love one another. God lives in us. There it is again. God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. So what is God? God is love. Having love is God, being of God. See, this whole idea of being separate from God is what's causing the chaos. When you believe there's an other outside of you, then you are separated from your true self. When I see someone, that's a representation of God, even if they don't know it. They're a light into the world. They're here to do something great. They're here to contribute to more peace. But unfortunately, we get distracted by the illusions of the media and different things that keep us from seeing our true power. Our true power is in through peace and love. That's where true power is. That is a long-lasting power because if you look, every every country, every person who operated out of some ill will or outside of their true nature, yeah, they seem like they had power for a time, but they fell. See, if you have a country that's run on greed, which this country is run on that, that's how it operates, greed, and to trick you into giving them more money, it will fall eventually. You don't have to do anything. It's, it, it'll fall on its face. And then some other world power will take over. History has shown that time after time. So we don't have to sit, about, sit here and worry about the gas. <laughs> it'll be fine. They they will oh um, they'll go on to something else. We'll be all right. You if you don't get gas tomorrow, you'll get it the next day maybe. And if you don't get gas, you'll you'll figure it out. You'll always get what you need. There's nothing to worry about. You see, the animals run around here all day. They don't go shopping. They don't buy cars. They don't build houses. But somehow they get fed. And they know that one day they will cease to exist. But while they're here, they do what they're made to do. No conflict. You don't see uh, lions having wars with leopards. You don't see leopards saying, I'm I'm better because I'm faster than you. 
You don't see that the the, the, the the what we consider lower forms of intelligence. You don't see them having these type of problems that we have. It's us that have who's supposed to be of a higher intelligence that we're conflicting over just anything. Like I said, they got this guy. He's making all these videos. He's very popular now. Oh. Um, I think I think he, he 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 serves a purpose, but what has happened? Other channels come and make videos off his stuff, and it's this back and forth. Now they got him versus this guy, and that, see 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 the see with the conflict. No one can make content and say, "Well, hey, how can we make this better?" Okay, we know the problem, but how are we going to make this better between us? We could talk about. I could point fingers all day at people all day, but that doesn't fix anything. And you know what it says, be careful, you judge, you will be judged. That's not even operating out of love. Like, that's not even a Christ-like personality. That's not even operating out of higher consciousness. If you're operating out of higher consciousness, you'll sit back and you'll see all of this stuff. And like, You know what? It's not that important. Long as I keep my focus on my thinking and what I want to attract, guess what will happen? The very woman or the very thing will come into my experience. See, these people are having all of those problems in their experience because they look for it. They're paying attention to it. No, I can't. Yeah, that they, they, them women do be acting this. Them guys do. Yeah, that, okay. Well, you keep looking at that. You're going to keep seeing it, and you're going to keep experiencing it. You're going to keep bringing that into your experience. See, the way to fix an issue is to think on the on the things that you want because we attract what we are. Oh, he cheated? Yeah, he cheated, and you a cheater too. <laughs> I know some people are like, yo, I didn't ever cheat. I never did this. I never did that. See, people like to take their little thick ways and reclassify their wrongdoings into smaller wrongdoings. No, he did this. He he went as far as this, but she did went as far as that. We try to minimize things. I've done that. I'm guilty of that too. I'm guilty. You know. And then I have to look at it. Am I minimizing my my wrongdoing to make myself better? Is that operating out of love? Is that operating out of being a, a Christ-like person? Nope. <laughs> no, because there's no judgment. In all of the teachings, you never seen Christ judge anybody. And when people try to judge, he pointed out, well, he without sin cast the first stone. So you, if you, you, if your sin, if you have no sin, then you could do something. Everybody walked away in silence, right? So. Yeah, you might have been cheated on. You might have been, you know, all kinds of other stuff. But are you without sin? Are you without, what I mean by sin, are you without, are you, do you have the thought in your mind that you are better than someone else? That you, what you do is better than them? Because see, the real sin is this, that you are not. That's the fall from grace. 
That's where the see when you don't see yourself truly how you really are with your true existences. That's the sin. All the other stuff is symptoms of that one sin. That's the problem. When I'm not looking at myself as the true light, the true Christ mind, and I'm looking at myself in a lower form, and then I'm looking at other people in a lower form, because in order to look at someone in a lower form or lower self or to judge someone, that's in your psychology trying to make yourself better than them, look better than them, be better than them. And right there, that's not that's not divinity, because there's no judgment in divinity. See, in divinity, you recognize people will do things, and one day they may they will change. People change through positive interactions, not negative. You see, what time is it? Seven fifty. There you have it. If you want change in your life, you have to change your mind. You can't get caught up in all the fear and all of that stuff. And then be mindful of what what you're consuming mentally, what you're feeding your mind. Some of you know we feed our mind a lot of garbage sometimes, and that's why garbage comes our way. All right, so the topic of today is the 14th Amendment. And if you want to speak to me, the number's across the screen. I'm on YouTube, 563-999-3615. 563-999-3615. You have something to share, questions, I will get to your calls. So we're going to talk about the 13th Amendment. Was it really ratified? What happened? You know, I'm going to read this, and you'll see that we've been looking at this whole thing a little bit backwards. You know, I took the time over the weekend and read it, and um. So, let's see who's in the chat, though, first. We got uh, Jamie, Shalom, uh, and Maxim Moore, Indigenous Nolans, <laughs> Peace, and Karen Israel, Happy Tuesday, ADH, Peace. Uh, see, see, here's the negativity right here. Why somebody talking stuff about me? So what? Let them talk, man. The reason why, listen, the reason why people talk about you is because you're doing great. The reason why I'm being talked about because I'm great. I'm powerful. People don't talk about people that's not powerful, okay? People talk about you when they think you're better than them. <laughs> so, hey, I'm great. And peace to whoever and prosperity to whoever's talking about you. So, But you didn't have to bring that in here. Take that somewhere else. Oh, they, they they want you to talk about negative stuff. Anyway, go. Won't you go back there and ask him that? Uh, Yaliel, peace. See King Bay, peace. Constitutional rights and law adjustments in life, yes. Uh, peace. DJB Thumbna, evening. New Freeman. Uh, part LOL. I don't understand that comment. Right? How? Uh, oh, see, we're gonna have to put this new Freeman dude in timeout. Let's 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 send him on to the negative channel. Go over there. They want to hear what you got to say. Uh, Dee Dee Heyman, honest peace. Peace to you too. 
75816. And that's all I got in the chat. Oh. All right, let's go to um, this document that I, 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 uh, I'm trying to see what I want to, all right, there we go. Go back to the comments. (laughs) Yeah, I know, I I sent them packing, y'all, y'all ain't got to worry about it. Uh, You got scriptures up there, Psalms 2 and 3, John 3, feed your spirits, God, mind with water. Yes, sir. I agree. We have to feed ourselves ourselves with life-giving things, properties. Okay? All right. How y'all like my background? See my background back there? My, my, my background, you know? Some of the religious folks would say that's demonic. But when you, when you don't know what these things mean, you'll say that, you know? One day I'll break it all down. <laughs> but that's my I'm going to have another one. Oh, I see a lot of people got their hand up uh, I'm going to come to y'all stay tuned because I got to get this, this lesson out of the way I'm going I'm to get on it alright let's share the screen um, look like some of my my other teammates are here supporting alright all right, this is the um this is a congressional record right here. This is a congressional record. Let me let me go down. Let's go to the first page. It's scrolling all slow. This is June thirteenth, nineteen sixty seven congressional record house. Um so we're gonna go to page one oh five. And I'll put this in the chat. You guys can read this yourself. Uh, so let me make, copy and paste this into the chat for you. There you go. That's the congressional record, and it's about the 14th Amendment. All right, let me just make it just a little bit smaller so I can fit it the page. Oh, that's too small, yo. All right, so the 14th Amendment is, we know what that 14th Amendment is, right? Um, Give me a second. Making some adjustments. Let me put the the link up there in the chat. All right. The 14th Amendment, equal protection law or tool of usurpation. Okay, what's, what's that word, usurpation? What does that mean? Usurpation. You kind of. It means to seize and hold in possession by force or without right. The courts may not usurp the powers of legislature. So it means to seize, to take over, basically, right? That's what it's saying. So here it is. It says, Mr. Pryor, Mr. Speaker, I ask unanimous consent that the gentleman from Louisiana, I'm not going to read this whole thing, but I'm just going to read a part of it because this is going to be like uh, a couple of lessons I got to teach on this. It's, it's, it's a pretty long read, but I just want to get to a part, and then I'll come back next week and add on. 
So here we go. Maybe extend his remark at this point in the record and include extraneous matter. Remember, this is a congressional hearing. There was no objection. Mr. Rarick, Mr. Speaker, arrogantly ignoring clear-cut expressions in the Constitution of the United States, the declared intent of the draft is notwithstanding our unelected federal judges read out prohibitions of the Constitution of the United States by adopting the fuzzy haze of the 14th Amendment to legislate their personal ideas, prejudices, and theories, guilt complexes, aims, and whims. Through the cooperation of intellectual educators, pay attention right here, we have subjected ourselves to accept destructive use and meaning of words and phrases. We blindly accept new meanings and change values to alter our traditional thoughts. We have tolerantly permitted the habitual misuse of words to serve as a vehicle to abandon our foundations and goals. Thus, the present use and expansion of the 14th Amendment is a sham, serving as a crutch and hoodwink to participate, precipitate a quasi-legal approach for overthrow of the tender balances and protections of limitations found in the Constitution. So with this, if I read on, which I'm not, I'm going to stop there. And I'm going to read the rest, but I want to get to these callers. What, it, what they're saying is they started changing words around. And we know we, they did because in the Blacks, the, the 1868 dictionary that I have right here, right here, right there, 1828 dictionary, they um, changed the meaning of the word black to make it fit us when it meant pale, bleached, right? I could pull that definition. Everybody by now, everybody knows that, right? So in here, it's saying that they started changing words. And along with that, they, 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 they added this 14th Amendment to give you the illusion that it gave you equal protection, equal rights. But if I were to read further, You'll see it didn't really do that. And let me share this. Now, I've taught this in my seminars. Let me share this. Um, where is it? Where is it? Window. I taught this thing here. My window. This here, right? Now, in here, I want y'all to read this very bottom. And, you know, I, I never paid attention to the bottom of this thing. Right here. Where it says, and now this is pretty much at the time, all of this is, this here is at the time. And notice this guy pinched back. Right here. In the Senate Thursday, September 3rd, Pinchback rose to a question of privilege and said, I want to tell them to beware. I want to tell them they have nearly reached the end of their string. The next, oh, that word is very hard to read. I think it says, oh, I figured it out. And then, well, the next I can't read. Of the kind which they commit, which will be signaled for the dawn of retribution, a retribution of which they have not dreamed. 
a signal that will cause 10,000 torches to be applied to this city of patience will then have ceased to be a virtue and this city will be reduced to ashes. Now, this shows you who was part of the reconstructed constitution, right? And they got the constitution of Louisiana here, this guy's holding. And I taught that these are the guys who wrote this, right? 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 (laughs) But let me tell you, look at these guns right here where I'm putting a circle around under O.J. Dunn. It's pointed at this one guy over here. It's pointed at him. This is actually a depiction of who they took the government over from. And this guy right here helped them. Now, I'm going to show you something very odd when I pick, when I pull them up in, um, on Wikipedia. Because right here, remember I told you all about education how we had separate schools. And once we got into their schools, that's when we started the decline, right? Well, right here in the public education, it says all children of this state shall be admitted in the public schools or other institutions of learning restrained or established by the state in common without distinction of race, color, or previous condition. There should be a there shall be no separate schools or institutions of learning established exclusive, exclusively, exclusively for any race by the state of Louisiana. Now, remember, the indigenous people had their own schools. These are the indigenous people here. And see, under the 14th Amendment, what we thought was giving us rights was really they were creating these institutions to put us in. This is why it's called Reconstruction. So they reconstructed history, and then they, okay, we're going to teach we were the power. But let, let me show you something else. Next week, I'll read this in its entirety and show you. Let's look up this guy, Pinchback, who was the guy set him up. Now, when you look up Pinchback, let me see it. Now, y'all see his, y'all see what he looks like right here, right? Well, let's look him up on Wikipedia and show you how they switched up on us. They switching up these images. Hang on. Stop to share. Share screen. Window. Look at this. How did he go from go from a brother to a Caucasian? <laughs> but then, if you read it, it says Pitchback was born free in Macon, Georgia, to Eliza Stewart, a free Negro woman, and William Pitchback, a white planter, saying he was a mulatto. But that picture showed him a lot darker. I'm sorry. All right, and that you know that y'all go read that next week. Be a, be abreast of what I'm gonna go into because I'm gonna go into in depth in how the Fourteenth Amendment is a fraud, and it, it wasn't there to do what you think it was gonna do. It wasn't there to give you equal rights. It was there to set a group of people that did that was not indigenous on equal footing with your ancestors in order to do one thing: take your land. Uh, Maxim says, those Louisiana government agencies may have been European men with dark skin ran by state in that era. Yeah, yeah, there were dark skin 
Europeans back then too. Yes, you're right. Um, nobody wants to believe that. All right, so let's see who you had some people with their hands up. Let's see who that was. All right, let's go. 919-948-9444. Hello, Kim. Hey, hey, first, before you say anything, hey. I apologize. I know you were trying to tell me about the camera, but I, you know, I appreciate you showing oh. me that. Yeah. Okay. I, I, <laughs> I want to try to be sure about it. Yeah, I've been trying to well, work with it. Well, it looks good. Blend. I mean, everything looks good. Everything looks yeah. good. Like the background. I love the new background. Um, yeah. It looks right. really good on on YouTube. You helped me that out. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so I, uh, I didn't want to take up too much of your time. I was just, um, there was two things that really resonated with me when you were talking about um, the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And one was um, just a reminder of knowing if we, if we give love, we'll receive love. And also um, how we have the power um, in us to to um, I like how you said it. <laughs> I don't know if I can explain it the way you can, but um, that we are what we think we are, mm-hmm. um, and we have the power in how we think. Um, in our thoughts and yeah, yeah. we are a, a whole message, a whole message that I enjoy. Yeah. yeah, appreciate for adding that. You know, we are reflection of our thoughts. So if we're receiving something or we're experiencing something, we have to go back and check our minds, check our thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we have to do that. You know, we we can't blame it on anything else but how we're perceiving it. And even if people will come at us negatively. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And the challenge is how we react to that. Okay. How do we respond? Are we going to give it back? Mm-hmm. The same way. You know what we put out, we're going to get back. So we just got to be careful. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I, I think it's a powerful message because um, it's actually, it actually should be a daily practice to just right. You know, telling ourselves, um, having positive thoughts, and telling, and just saying to ourselves who we are, because it's so easy for us to just think negative, negative thoughts, and if, when we think negatively about ourselves, that's that's who we become. You know, if we're thinking that we're going to be broke, we're going to become broke. If we think we're going to be lonely, we're going to become lonely. Yep. So it's it's a daily a daily practice. So I just wanted to you know thank you for that reminder. All right, you're welcome. Thanks for tuning in and, and chiming in on that. Thank you. So that's Beth from okay. the Raising Independent Thinker Show. All right, thank you. All right, okay. let's go to the next caller. A reminder, if you want to chime in, call in, 563-999-615-646-3630. Hey. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing good. Oh, I know who this is. What's going on? Yeah. 
you're preaching about it. You're singing. I'm, I mean, I'm in the choir. I'm in total agreement. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a yeah. long time. Thanks for being so patient. Because, you know, I think the Antichrist is uh, any thought of Christ outside of you. Yes. Is Antichrist. Definitely. You know, so when you acknowledge that Christ is within you is the hope of glory, then you circumcise your thoughts and you don't let any. What, what passage were you reading from? That was um, John chapter 4 when I was talking okay, about the John 4, right? okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, I got uh, to look that up, but that was really good. Sure. What I did was I had the script, I had a bunch of scriptures up, and I, when I first read it, wasn't the scripture I wanted to read first. Um, it was talking about recognize the spirit. Yeah, it yeah. is John. How do you, how do you recognize the sermon of the spirit, the sermon? John four three, yeah, mm-hmm. that's where it says. Okay, awesome. This is the spirit of the antichrist. When you don't a- acknowledge the Christ in you, yeah, that's exactly. The spirit of and, the antichrist. You know, I was thinking. You know, I've been gardening a lot lately, and I'm trying to make compost. So I'm trying to do uh, as little. I don't want to buy any fertilizers. Right. And what I'm realizing is, like in gardening, gardening teaches you a lot about the invisible versus the outvisible. You know, we say understanding, understanding, overstanding. Uh, right. So it's all positional. And and what I'm learning in gardening is that if you want to make uh, little inputs from commercial materials like fertilizers, then you have to build the soil correctly, you know, right. and you have to use natural products to do it, and it takes time. But once you've taken that time, you have beautiful abundance because the fruit outside, the fruits of the spirit are definitely a – an expression of what's in the soil. So the same thing. I think religions, they have truth in them, just like, you know, nitrogen that you buy at the store. It's like fertilizer. It's commercialized, but it's mm-hmm. the outvisible. And a lot of people, you know, have mistaken the idea of invisible as to mean, you know, something you can't see. No, that's the not visible. The invisible mm-hmm. is that which is seen from within through the eyes of faith. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm glad you hung right. in there with me because I was very glued to the out visible. I was always looking at the Christ outside of me for because uh, I was raised right. that way, mm-hmm. you know. And so and and now it's 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 finally starting to that seed has grown, and I can really feel it. And I realize that just like uh, Reverend Ike was saying earlier, you know, the the thoughts that I think become the God of my mind, of my garden within me. You know? Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. and that, that so. Mm-hmm. You're the God so, of your experience. Uh, that means, exactly. So that means my attitude about the guy that cuts me off in traffic is everything. The attitude about having a right. fight with someone is everything. Because my response, if I respond from the invisible, from the vision within, then I mm. see that person as just a, a, a wayward God. He's just a God or she's just a God who forgot who they were. And right. so they weren't governed by the discernment of what, is truly spirit. They weren't governed by the fruits of the spirit, which are love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, meekness, kindness, and self-control. And so that's what I've been trying to do. And gardening and listening to your show while I garden has been helping me. So thank you. Yeah, and yeah. On to the, uh, yeah, then on to the 14th Amendment. I mean, uh, th- I'm excited to hear this congressional thing on it because uh, yeah, I've never quite understood. installed a whole new government. That picture, well, you couldn't see the picture if you're on the phone. The picture yeah, I've been I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and they watch created it. this constitution, but my now studying this, 
it's a depiction of a reconstructed constitution showing how these guys had the government taken away from them through usurpation. Mm-hmm. That's what it, that really uh, indicates. So are you and saying the picture is kind of like a constructive notice contract? It's like where they're, they're, it's, it's they're notice, notice of what it was? That's why I read the guy's statements in the, in, in the beginning. See, he was part of taking the government from the true owners of this land. He was part of that. So... They, the 14th Amendment was part of the reconstruction of the Constitution so that they could put the, 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 which the, 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 uh, the settlers on equal footing with the indigenous people. Right. And the way they had to do that was they had to change the names and change definitions. That's why he starts out in his speech saying, and I'll read it again, he said it. <laughs> he said... Uh, through co- through the cooperation of intellectual educators, we have mm-hmm. subjected yeah. ourselves to accept destructive use and meaning of words and phrases. What is he talking about? Reinterpretation. Talking about they changed the names and the definitions right. of things in order to make one group of people look like the other group of people. They basically identity theft. Yeah, exactly. But in another way, I look at it because there's always an element of consent. Because if we're all great IMs doing business as the names our mom gave us, there's always that element of consent to it. So it's like an offer yes, to contract in a way. Well, it's consensual. It's an overlay. You never, read, you, never read the, you never read the laws. That's how you consent. Right. You assumed mm-hmm. what the words meant instead of asking whoever was posing these questions, well, what does that mean? Define what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Give me the definition of explain what you're asking me. Like when we go to court mm-hmm. and they say something to us, do you understand? We never ask. What do you mean by understand? What are you saying? You know, or when you call my name, what do you mean by, what name are you calling here? What is this? Can you mm-hmm. define this for me so that I can have a, so, give you a proper response? So that's why it was, that's why it was so important for them. That's why it was so important for them to take over the institutions so the right. institutions could create new culture to mislead people into a new jurisdiction overlay by meaning of the words, by right. cha- and reinterpreting That's the word meanings and then creating. They ha- that, they didn't have they do the same cool. thing with the Bible? Yes, they did. Yeah. The newer ones, they did. And yeah. every time society changed, they went back and they revised it to make it. This is why no one knows that where God really resides. This is why we're confused. The language is confused. I was see the Tower of Babel represents physical language being confused. Also, the spiritual language was confused. You see, mm. it was at a time where we had our, we was at the height of our spiritual awareness, and we understood all of these things. And then confusion set in, and then you had all of these religions break off into different sects, and now these. These, this one believes that, that one believes that, and no one's agreeing on anything, you see? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but that was a good way you put it, the inner vision. 
in in inners. Yeah, know, the, the invisible instead invisible. of the out visible. Instead right. of the out visible, because you know we've always been looking at the shit from Spielberg, like uh, in the Invisible Man, or like the uh, right. you know the misnomer. But that's okay. not visible. That's the that's the not visible. The invisible right. is what we see from within by the eyes of faith or the eyes of fear. Mm-hmm. And both of them are substances. They're like, you know, I've been I've been doing this Google Translate thing a lot. I've, I told you about and like the the letters for the word word, W, you know, uh-huh. is like an Arabic letter that means God. It's like a sine wave. And right. O R is the or. It's the ormus. It's the white powder substance of of metal. And if it's A U, if it's gold, it's the ascending. Or it's like a faith. It's it's faith in good faith. Like in law, we say good faith, right? Or we say in bad faith. And if it's right. bad faith, maybe it's the AG. It's uh, it's the descending order of that, you know. And so uh, the 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 word is and the D is for Deus, or the God within. So it's the the energy sine wave of the W through the OR, the OR, the Ormus uh, of faith, which is a substance. And that's why I said if you had a if you had the you get deep huh, water. You get deep. deep. Okay, I'll shut up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> hey, I got a little taller, but thanks, Matt, for calling hey, in. Hey, nice talking oh. to you, man. Yeah, yeah, great All show. Right. Great show. See ya. All right, Bye. thank you. All right. Right. Yeah, he, he going. He going way out. Yeah, he's got. I, yeah. Uh, six one four three six four. Hey, Akeem. Hey, what's going on? This sounds like. Uh, the divine Tasia. <laughs> Jessica. Yeah. How you doing? Oh, we're doing yeah. good. Good. Yeah, it's a great right. show. Thank you. Um I just I really wanted to touch on something that you said about uh your thoughts and um it's like it's so important for us to continuously um just condition them because um from the first thing, like the first thing you get up in the morning, you have to make sure you command how your day's going to go. Um, yeah. And, uh, says it, he says, declare and um, structure your day and put those good energies out to the universe. So to return. Yeah. Yeah. yeah command your morning. morning. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's so That's important out. how. How, how your mind uh, dictates uh, what the physical realm is going to give you. So it's like the captain of your life. So um, mm-hmm. I just really, you, you already touched on it. And yeah, so I just, I, that gets me going. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and then the third yeah. aspect. Yeah, we have well. to control from the very beginning. When we get up, decide mm-hmm. how we're going to have our day gonna, is going to go. Don't let the yeah. decide, they decide the outcome. Like, we're just letting things right. happen. Right. <laughs> you, know, like, you decide, hey, I'm going to go forth today, and this is what's going to happen. You know, it's, yeah. it's just like in Genesis where it says, let there be light. That's the same concept, the same thing. We have to, today is going to be light. This is going to be a lovely day. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a prosperous day. And let's not forget, it's going to be a money-making day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot you of people just let, we take what we're given a lot of times, mm-hmm. and we just let whatever comes at us. But if you just mm-hmm. block those before it can even get started, like, nothing today is going to yeah. be a great day. It's going to be a prosperous day. I'm going to make today a great day. 
Yeah, setting your intentions. But it's funny he said lovely day because I actually, it's an old song now, but Kirk Franklin's lovely day. I was playing that last week a couple mm-hmm. of times um, last week just to set my day because, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Kirk Franklin, that, what, what's Kirk Franklin um, you talking about? I thought it was called Day. Something Let me like see. that. Let me look at my library real quick. There's another <laughs> guy who sings like that. Um, sings "Lovely Day." Uh, I don't think that's the title of the song. Um, no, yeah. He's the same so, guy who oh, sings oh, uh, "Stand by Me." Not "Stand by Me." Uh, Sam Cooke. Oh, is it? No, it's not Sam Cooke. I have the song on there. "Lean on Me." The guy who sings "Lean on Me." Oh, Kirk Franklin got to lean on me too. Yeah, Kirk Franklin did too. Um, but I know what you're saying. The lean on me. I can't think. Bill Withers. He's like Bill Withers. No, what you said? What? Bill Withers. He's old. So you, you Bill like, Withers. Good I know him. I know who he. Is. And he sees. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a lovely day. Lovely day. Yeah. Lovely day. Yeah. You know that yeah. song? Kirk Franklin. He does too. Yeah, that's all he does is take old songs and make them. Refurbishing, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Right. And then um, another thing that you were talking about, you were talking about the pandemic and how um, you've been making money from it. And um, I mean, not from it, but through it. Through it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like with in business, it's like you're always trying to solve a problem. So even when the situation, it may seem that it's detrimental to uh what's going on in your life it 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 may not be actually you create more opportunities for different avenues um i know i had a friend that actually was opening a uh restaurant and through the pandemic but had to take a different route and end up having a food truck so actually that was a better business model so we got to just make sure we're open to different opportunities um, and not just because it could have just, just could have just gave up on it, you know, right. like it's not work out, but there was a way. Yeah. Know? It's like, mm-hmm. I can't say that with the yes. times, you just have to. You know, it's a reset uh, right now. And there's so many business opportunities that's opening up that we don't have to actually be in a physical place, it's all digital. So it gives, mm-hmm. it makes it more open for you. Right. Um, so yeah, I just, right. it's just interesting to see how things are, are changing. And it, it, it doesn't all have to be, um, it doesn't all have to be bad, you know? No, this is, it's, well, see, the world, even how we got here, how we, our very existence came here through chaos. Mm-hmm. To an explosion. You ever seen that film where it shows how the sperm cell, once it enters to, into the the egg, how it just a big explosion goes off. This is where the philosophers got the whole big bang, bang theory through the concept of conception, and then they said, mm-hmm. "Well, this is how the the universe came into it. This whole big bang theory and this and that." It, they figured that out through the concept of how we are conceived. Because that's how we get here. So that's so they come up with this logical conclusion. Well, everything else got here like that. Because as above, so below. So everything comes through with 
what we what we're calling chaos, but it's not chaos. The pandemic, mm-hmm. COVID nineteen, seemed a little chaotic because it was different from our normal routine. But it was perfect mm-hmm. because one simple thing: majority of this planet was tired of going to work for somebody, yeah. or just doing mm-hmm. it. Period. It was tired of being slaves to these different companies. But when it happened, when they got what they were holding in their mind every day and they just shut down, they were like, what is this? They didn't recognize this is the gift you've been looking for. This is what you wanted. Oh, the collective mindset of men and women were, I'm tired of being clocking in. You know, you get maybe you had the weekends off or whatever days you have off. You were not looking forward to showing up to work on that next work day. For the most part, mm-hmm. everybody thinking like that. So guess what? It came by way of a virus. Keep you home. That doesn't, when you really look at it, didn't seem like that serious. You know, even right now with the numbers, it's like 99% survivor rate, pretty much, 98. So, mm-hmm. but let's look not look at all of that, that all of that propaganda, whatever goes along with that, but look at, what did it do for you? It gave you an opportunity. I'm I've looked watched YouTube family channels where people said there was this comedian from uh, Saturday Night Live. Oh, what's his name? Oh, he's from Staten Island. I uh, can't think of his name. But he said that he moved in with his mom, his sister. Everybody came home during that time. He moved out since then. But Everybody started having fun playing board games and stuff like that. It gave them an opportunity mm-hmm. to be a family again. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what, instead of looking at all of the, the negative, the people dying and all that, look at what it did for people. People mm-hmm. started, like you said, people started making money. I made money off my cryptos, you know, currency that I was investing in. And I was totally mm-hmm. dead set against cryptocurrency a year earlier. But, shoot, I'm not now mad anymore. You know, once I actually did it, I was afraid to do it. It's a digital currency. But then I said, wait a minute, the dollar is fake, so I'm not, you know, <laughs> let's make some money, you know, yeah. and share it with a few people, and then they're making money now. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're looking at it differently after they saw that they can make money, you know. Mm-hmm. So life is always given us what we're asking for, but sometimes it comes in a way that looks chaotic, looks confusing. Yeah. The only reason why it looks confusing is because our physical self, the Antichrist mind, can't see the see where it's taking us. And we need to know. We need certainties. We need to No, you don't need the certainty. Sometimes you just gotta jump off the cliff. You got to jump in and let it take you. You see where it's going to take you. You're never going to become wealthy or successful playing it safe. Never. Not not in relationships, nothing. You're never going to be, have what you want to have. You're never going to have the husband, wife, boyfriend, whatever, playing it safe. You're never going to have the money or anything playing it safe. And you're never going to have what you really want following traditional ideas. You know. That was all that's what I had to say about that. But yeah, good points you guys made. Um 
Beth made a good point as well. Everybody's got good good stuff. You know, maybe we should just talk about spiritual things. Bump all the other teachings <laughs> all the time. <laughs> you know? So They'll be uh, messaging you. That 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 was the name. See, Beth just sent it to me, Pete Davidson. Yeah, I was watching him on the Breakfast Club, and uh, he was oh. talking about his See, how to in. Yeah, yeah. Success looks different to everybody. So to me, that sounds like he had a successful like the this time has made people grow closer. So there's successful relationships. Um, happening or mending through all of this. Mm-hmm. So success and money and wealth and success and health, success and uh, relationships yeah. or business ventures. So, yeah. Even personally, too, just because um, I know through all this, I have a lot more time to develop myself. So personal development as well because I could took what two hours out of my days for travel so that's Mm -hmm. another two hours I can invest in me I can invest in family I can invest in business right it's it's working out pretty good listen this whole thing was a gift it really was Uh, (laughs) in in a lot of ways if for if you looked at it through a spiritual lens like Mm -hmm. I said people We'll always die. We're going to always have that happen. That's a part of our existence. And we can't allow that to stop us from progressing. You know? Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in and supporting the show. Uh, all right. All right, guys. Take care. Um, all right. Peace. Peace. Um, just as a reminder, we have the Raising Independent Thinker Show on Sundays at 7 p.m., and then we have my show, of course, tonight, Tuesday, 7 p.m. I'm going to be doing a lot more work, uh, more shows like, you know, live shows or just YouTube. That's coming now that I got my space organized. Uh, and then on Thursdays, we have the Raising Independent, and that, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> the Divine Connection show on Thursday. And we have Solomon Temples every Wednesday. Talk about health, wellness type things. 10 a.m. on Wednesday mornings. Uh, I see there's another caller. I'll get you in a second. 816-462. Give me one second. Uh, and we have Bun Bay on Mondays. He, that's his show. But his, his food truck is so successful, it's hard for him to do the shows. So we're going to talk about that. We'll get that straight now. All right. Um, let's go to eight one six four six two. Peace and love, brother. How you doing? Peace, peace and love to you too. Peace. Hey, um, I just have a quick question. I need a little guidance. Uh, it was pretty much uh, what the last caller was talking about. <clears throat> excuse me. So far as uh, having positive thoughts, uh, waking up with positive thoughts, and uh saying your affirmations to yourself early in the morning before your feet touch the ground. Well, I have a problem. Um, usually I go to bed upset and I wake up upset and it's not a good thing. So oh, my thing you. is, I've, 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 yes, 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 yes,
I say that's what's creating the rest of the day. Yes, so, sir. So. I, I know. I, I noticed, and and so I've said my affirmations. I've, I've attempted to say my affirmations several times, and and I thought to myself, well, well, I'm saying these affirmations out of out of anger, and out of hate, and out of spite, you know. And I start to thinking. I start doubting my affirmations because I don't want to give. I don't want to speak. I feel like I'm speaking. I'm trying to speak positive out of a poisonous environment, mm-hmm. and I just need some guidance on that. Um, I don't. Okay. I'm, I'm stuck right now. I just need a little guidance. I All appreciate right. it. What I'm gonna tell you, I'm, it might sound like I'm overcomplicating or, or oversimplifying your issue, and I know it's not simple because one of the hardest things for us to do is to change our thinking. And especially if, you, if we're in an environment that's not conducive to positive, um, you know, positive thinking. Because, you know, we're surrounded by negativity all everywhere we go. People always, people will notice, hey, uh, you could tell them, hey, I just did this. And then you share it with them. Then they say, well, they'll, they'll, they won't say it's good first. They'll point out what you did wrong first. Right. You see what I'm saying? And they, they're not doing mm-hmm. it maliciously. It's just how people are programmed. So, uh, let me ask you a question, though. If you don't mind, you know, we're on a live stream, but what you tell me could help other people. Okay, you know, no problem. I'm going to ask you a question. What, what's going on? What's, 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 what's the issue that's got you angry? Man, uh, see, you we can't. Twenty years I ago, and Making us feel the way. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I interrupted you, but go ahead. No, I'm just just my past is is caught up with me, uh, so far as felony wise and working on my marriage. That's that's those are my two main issues right now. Okay, so you had some issues legally. That sounds like it's preventing you from getting work. Yes, sir. Right. Okay. And then, of course. That filters into your personal relationship with your wife because you feel like you're not doing what you need to do to sustain the house as a man. Right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, or sir. In, that, in the area? Okay. Yes, and those sir. All, yes, sir. Those are what men think about. We One of the things we're made to do is to please our wife and please our family and feel like we're accomplishing something in our life. So, to simplify what you're saying to me, you just feel like you're not succeeding. And anything you do is, you feel like everything you do is not succeeding. Like, no matter what you do. I'm, I'm not succeeding and I'm not worth it. This is how I'm feeling. Okay. And see, and that's, see, that's the root of the issue right there. The root of the issue is how you see yourself. Brother, no matter what you did in the past, listen, I I, I don't have a, Thankfully, I've been fortunate enough not to have a criminal record. Doesn't mean I didn't do something criminally. I just was, life just worked out where it didn't give me, put the black eye on my record where I, you know, couldn't get a job. And let me tell you why. It doesn't mean that I'm better than you. It's just that my thoughts at the time was I'm not going to let, what I did in the past stopped me from succeeding in the future. So what you're going to have to do is get rid of all of the guilt and shame of the past. 
and leave it where it is. It don't exist anymore. It happened in the past. Now, the reason why all of these things are affecting you now, because you keep, you believe in the failure. You're believing in that you can't get it right. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you're saying at some point, well, I'm, I'm good. You might speak good to yourself. And then the anti-thought yeah, comes to your mind mm-hmm. while you're doing that. And then you believe that thought over the thought mm-hmm. you have. See, in order to be successful in anything, you have to see yourself as a success right now. Okay. Now, you have to see yourself, I'm good. I'm, I'm divinity. I'm God in the flesh. This is God is in me. You have to see yourself as God. I know that's tough for a lot of people to do that, to say, I am God. Right. You said, it was tough for me. I didn't, I, there was a time I would call that blasphemy and, and wouldn't even right. fathom the thought. But, to, but guess what? It took years. It took years for me to actually believe it. I was saying it at a point, and, but I didn't believe it. But now I know it. I just believe it. I know it because everything I think, I see it, whether it's good or bad. If there's something negative coming, I thought about that negative thought. And all the stuff you're seeing, you're thinking about not having a job. You're thinking about, I don't have a job. And because you're thinking like that, you're going to continue to not have a job. So what you got to do is every morning envision yourself having a job and be specific about the job. Well, let me ask you a question. What kind of skills do you have? Uh, 20, 25 years in the warehouse, pretty much, um, I like to move around. I like to work with my hands. I like to stand on my feet and move around. I'm not a best what person. Of, what kind of things uh, you do with I'm, your hands? Like, what kind of work can you do? Can you fix cars? I mean, what is it? Oh well, I, uh, I, I, I do a little stuff. Um, I'm not. No, I'm not a mechanic or anything. I just, I'm, I, I'm a little handyman. I'll fix a little so stuff around the house for people. Yeah, yes, sir. Okay. Not a, I'm not a I'm not a grade A handyman, but I, I do what I can, and you know I help you people out when I can. You can do things like that. Like yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good jobs. Okay. I can there's paint. I can drywall. I can all that. Here's an app for people like you. Um, it's called, and I use it. I had, I needed my office painted, and I use it. Called the guy out. He came and painted my my office for me. I'm going to give you this app, and it might help you. It's called Thumbtack, and there's other apps like that where you put yourself on it and you say what you can do and this, that, and the other. What state do you live in? Uh, I'm in Texas right now. Texas? Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, man, it, it might, listen, it might take you go buying a, buying a, um, a case of water and just sell them, selling some water to get some money. Now, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? okay, you got you might. Yeah, I'm right do... now. I'm on huh? right now. I'm investing in some. Uh, I'm doing some t-shirts. I'm trying, trying to get oh, this program hey, up you, on my computer. See, stop looking for somebody to give you a job, and you make the job yourself. Yeah, you I there's, money, there's plenty of money out there. There's plenty of money out there now. I I kind of understand what you're going through. You're trying to start the T-shaped business, and you're trying to do all these other things, and then your wife might be breathing about your neck about the bills, you know, or, hey, you know, mm-hmm. you need Because some people might be saying to you, well, you might need to go get a real job, 
because they don't appreciate you trying to start your own business. But with a previous record, it's very hard to go in into some of these jobs because they don't give you an opportunity. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm past no flipping burgers. I'm not, I'm not better. Than, I'm not better than anybody flipping burgers. I'm just that's, flipping burgers is just not what I'm trying to do right now. I've done that right. too, and I'm done with that. Okay, but you got to make money now. You got to bring some bread. In. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. So sometimes them they're flipping the burgers is a step in the right direction. Not to say you're going to be there permanently, but if that's what right. you can get, and you don't have nothing else coming in, you might have to do that. Better grab it. Right. That's called part of being a man. Sometimes we, there's a lot right. of jobs that I didn't want to have, but I, I took it because it was bringing the bread in. To, to, right. It was bringing something in. Okay? So, right. you, know, I, you know, ain't nothing wrong with, listen, ain't nothing wrong with flipping burgers if it's paying bills. It ain't no more, right. nothing wrong with living in some pieces if it's paying bills. Not the right. ideal right. place. But what I'm saying is, Always say to yourself, envision what you want, as long as it's not hurting somebody. Right. And think on that all the time. You will see it eventually. You have to live in the exactly. moment like it's actually happening to you. You have to fantasize. Exactly. You got to live in a dream land. That's what they, they call it being a dreamer. Yes, I'm telling you, dream. Dream a big thought. Because okay. all a millionaires and billionaires had a vision. And they stuck to that vision. And right. then it became reality. Right. See, right. it teaches, oh, be realistic. You could do this. No, I'm telling you to be unrealistic. Which is cool. totally against traditional wisdom. I'm be unrealistic. And think the think grandiose ideas of wealth and prosperity. And, and when it comes to your wife, think nothing but good things towards her. Yes, she might give you some attitude here and there, but you you have to look past that and still be loving and kind. You know, you got to work through it. It's going to be a challenge, of course. But it's all about how you see things and how you see a thing. And one thing I'm going to tell you, brother, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just an idea you think something is wrong with you. Having a felony felony record, doing things you know, against this, you know, that got you a record doesn't make you no less than anyone else out there. Some of the biggest right. crooks are up is down there on Wall Street. They just don't have the <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The real right. gangsters and they work for corporations. Okay? Right, right. <laughs> You're sure right about that. <laughs> right. Those are the real gangsters. So, mm-hmm. okay. what I'm saying is, they just so happen. And what's the difference between you and them? They think big money. Nothing. You're thinking little money. Mm-hmm. So you have to think okay. big money. You have to think okay. millions, billions. You have to think like that. You have to change your mind. It's all about a mindset. Your your only issue is your thoughts. That's your issue. Okay. The other things are just symptoms of the thoughts. See, if we could get that right, well, I got all these problems, but those are not the problem. That's the symptoms of a bigger problem, of you not seeing yourself nothing, seeing yourself as a, as a divine being sitting here to be light to whoever comes into your world or into your life. 
Okay. Nobody don't okay. think like you're a bad person because you got a record. You know, you did some things. There's nobody on this planet that has not done some things. Some right. worse, some little. You know, when we start classifying these things, is this we we get into this thing of making ourselves better than the next person. A wrong is a wrong, okay. no matter what. Right, right. You right. know. They, they, what's the good thing about it that you you came on here and you recognized it? See, you you already starting to you recognize that you needed an adjustment in how you thought and think. Right. See, right. that's the awareness of it is the is is where the change starts to come. All right. Okay. Okay. You aware? Right. Okay. You don't want you don't want to be broke, right? Right. You want a good relationship with your your, your wife, right? So guess what you got to right. do? Yep. Stop thinking on broke things and stop thinking about a bad relationship with your wife. And start fantasizing about having a good relationship. Start fantasizing about having a lot of money. Okay. Okay. Start fantasizing and thinking and knowing that you are a good person, that you are great, that you are a divine okay. being sent here. To be divine. You just got distracted early in your life through possibly your surroundings distracted you. You believed in what was being told to you at a at a young age or at a, in a younger time in your life. You believed the lie that you had to do all of these things for whatever it is you did. Those were those were illusions you chased. But the real truth is you are God in the flesh. You are divine. You are a spiritual being. The flesh is just, sure. I told someone this a couple of weeks ago, it's just a spacesuit, basically, to exist in this 3D, 3D realm, to survive here. Right. But through you, the divine you, lives past okay. that. It's bigger than that. So okay. you have to start looking at that part of you and stop looking at that other you. That you created, you—that was your creation. That—that that other you with, with all of the problems, you created that. Just like so, if you create that, you can create that. You can create another version of you. Another new me. Okay. This is all about accountability and self-awareness. See, I—I right. I go tell you to read this book, read that book, and read all. The, there's a lot of books you can read. But the only place you're going to get the real truth is to, within you, in you. And the only place I can right. redirect you is to the God in you. Okay. okay, brother. I appreciate that. I really do. That's it. See yourself as, as powerful and having all the things good that you desire. And stay there. Okay. Wake up and commit like the sisters were saying. Command your day to be good. I'm going to have a good day. I go forth into life today with having a wealthy thought. I go forth into life today having a loving thought. You know, you got to say these things to yourself. This is what I'm going to do today and be committed to that. And, yes, will will the anti, the negative thoughts come charging back? Yeah, why? Because you're so yeah. used to thinking like that. The old you is going to want to come back. It's going to rear its ugly head, but you're going to have to, uh-uh. 
that that's not what I want. That's not what I think. Hey, you get out of here with that. Yes, your mind might shift to that. that that's natural. But you have to bring it back. You have to bring it back. Tug, you got to bring it back. As soon as it comes, bring it back. Okay. And, it, and the only way you're going to keep doing you got to keep practicing this, practicing this, practicing this. All right. And you, right. you got to fix your mind with positive thoughts. You might be in an environment where there is negativity. But if you go and deliberately find you some positive things like Reverend Ike, uh, uh, the only person I can think of is Reverend Ike. <laughs> The only person I can that's okay. No problem. And, and listen to him day wake up, play him in your ear at night and keep doing that, you will see a change, I promise you, I guarantee you. This works. Okay. Okay. This works. Definitely will. Definitely will. Okay. Brother, I appreciate you. I really appreciate your words I and your time you and patience. You know, me. getting on and, 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 and being bold enough to ask that. Because a lot of people are ashamed to to say they got a problem. You Thank see? You. Yeah. A lot of people are saying mm-hmm. that's see, that's commendable right there that you was able to come on and say that, man. That's big. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. That's that okay. you just, I didn't deliver you, you delivered yourself. Because all, right. <laughs> all I did okay. was redirect you back to yourself. Right. That's it. You had the answer. Okay. You already knew the answer. I just reminded you of the answer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. I appreciate right, it, man. Sir. I don't want to hold anybody else up at all. But I, I thank you again. Listen, don't go being a stranger mm-hmm. and, you know, because it all no, I'm, I'm, I'm listening back. to you every week. I'm okay, listening well, to you every week. That's, that, that's, that's me on that 75816. That's me. Okay. All right. I, I got you, brother. All right. Yeah, that's me. All right, peace, man. I really appreciate it. Peace. That was the, that was the the highlight of the show. All right, brother. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right. All right. All right peace. Peace. Man, we got you got to shout out to the brother for getting on and actually saying he needed some help. So many of us need help and we won't say it. We have. You're not going to get any help if you don't open your mouth. You're not going to get any help if you're just sitting back hiding it. Other people have, listen, his problem is no different than everybody else's problem that, that's having a problem. It's just, a, just, a, just as simple as how you see yourself. You have to start, you got to develop a love for yourself. And if you do that, everything changes. It's all about him. He'll make he'll change that. Watch. He'll see a difference tomorrow. And once and, and if you're still listening, it, once you see that difference, that 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 light, hold on to it and recognize what you did to get it, and keep doing it, and and associate with people who want to go where you go as far as positivity and want to think. Shun negative thoughts. Even you might get a negative thing from your wife. She might say something. Just say, "Hey, babe, you know I, I hear what you're saying," but and say something positive back to her. You know, just redirect all of that. And and, and you might get, you will get resistance at first because they're not used to you being this new you, this higher self. But as you keep doing it and, and, and make, because because you see, trust got to be earned. So as you keep doing it, the trust builds up. So there you have it. Let's see what's going on in the chat, man. I really appreciate that, brother, for that. 
you know. Uh, Juzilla said, "Good show." Hey, that's my brother. That my brother, he does my that that intro, outros. He does them for me. He 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 hooked me up. CLD trusted blessing peace to the brother and his family. We're sending you love and light. Look, people supporting you, bro. See, those are good shows. All of that, yeah, I could teach y'all about the 14th Amendment. I could teach y'all about, you know, CPNs and all that. But the real, if I could teach y'all how to think and how to see yourself, that's priceless. My brother said, I need to have, try to get some things in order myself, working for others, not for self, keep keep us stuck in the trap all day. True, true, true. Oh, uh, the brother Mexum said he's in Texas. Uh, hire yourself. Yeah, my brother said hire yourself. Uh, you know, that's it. I, I got to take that back. I'll I be saying, oh, my family don't support. But that's not true. My brother always supports. He's always, he's in the room. Uh, he sends me the, 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 uh, the, the drops for the show. And and they 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 some hot drops. Listen, he gonna be getting hired by these major corporations, these major outlets to do his drops. And guess what? He's self taught. Yeah. All right, let's let. Hey, I think that was a great show. It's almost nine, five minutes to nine. Um. Let me see if I got anybody else on. Nobody's else on. Well, I guess that is it for me today. I appreciate you guys tuning in and support the show. Uh, I put my uh, cash app up there if y'all want to donate. This stuff costs money. I got to do this to help y'all be successful. It costs money. If y'all, you know, if y'all want to donate, there it is. There's my cash app. Um, somebody got a comment up there. All right. Well. Peace, everybody. I will see y'all at the next live. Peace to the gods. You're listening to Hindsight Radio.